welcome to the Surly Horns Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 21. We're back after a three-week hiatus due to off-season, wedding season, beach season, fuck COVID. Yeah, just anything and everything. There's there's a lot better shit for both of us to be doing than recording the podcast. RGB3, how you doing? I'm great. We actually have shit to talk about. We haven't had that in three, four episodes now. Guys, I'm sorry. Surly listeners that are going to be listening to this, I apologize in advance. The Fat Boy Minute might only be an actual minute instead of literally half the show. (laughs) We're not going to talk about Changuitos from Iguana Joes anymore. (laughs) Well, we might. We might get there. It'll wrap back around. (laughs) All right. Well, first things first, what was keeping you busy last week? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. So, so we haven't recorded, I guess, yeah, two weeks. So I was in Port Aransas, awesome trip, drank a ton of margaritas, time on the beach, time at the pool. Definitely, you know, some, I'm, I'm, uh, what is it? Tanned, ready, rested and ready or whatever. So yeah, no, it was, it was a great trip. And then, um, yeah, then last week we didn't record because we're like, oh yeah, we'll wait till Texas loses or makes the finals of the college world series. And then neither of those happened. So, uh, we're back folks. We're back. (laughs) Give us a beach report for the Texas coast. Was it insanely packed? COVID's over. Yeah. So it was packed. There are RVs everywhere. So I don't love (laughs) COVID's over. (laughs) Yeah, COVID's over. So I don't love uh you can like just drive on the not beach. Not for NC State, there. it's not. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. COVID is not over. They must have that Delta variant or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you could drive cars on the beach. So like I have to watch my, you know, I have younger kids, so I gotta watch them close because there's RVs everywhere, there's people everywhere. And like we were in uh the Cinnamon Shore area, which is like supposed to be like kind of a locked off private beach but it was fucking packed and the worst part was there were jellyfish everywhere i don't know what it was but like oh, we couldn't go like, here yeah we couldn't go like two feet into the water without seeing some jellyfish um which was fine for me i'm a, I'm a pool guy like i like being at the beach and drinking at the beach but like getting in the waves like i it's not for me just no let my kids build a sandcastle while daddy drinks so <laughs> Yeah, so I've got to, like, I mean, I've got to research this, um, but I just had an incredible question pop into my brain. Like, you know, you pee on somebody or yourself when you get jellyfish stings, but what if you just, like, pee in the water? Does that does that scare them away? Does it, like, <laughs> can they sting you and it just doesn't matter? It's like, like mosquito repellent? all around you. Yeah, is it is it like jellyfish repellent? <laughs> yes. How much DEET is in your piss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, it's a lot. So yeah, I didn't have to worry about it. I just pissed myself and and jellyfish were gone. Because I think I I don't even know if it's real, right? Like the the peeing on the jellyfish thing. I know it's like a thing. Now I gotta Google it. Does peeing on a jellyfish? I already got it. Quite simply, no. Does peeing on the sting help? Quite simply, no. There is no. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I already got. I already got the answer. Does peeing on the sting help? Quite simply, no. There is no truth to the myth that peeing on a jellyfish sting can make it feel better. Numerous studies have found that it simply doesn't work. Thanks, Google. Um, don't tell your friends that. Um, let them get pissed on. It's so funny. Like, so there is no insulation barrier of pissing yourself in the ocean to prevent stings yeah, from you're being fucked. infected. Yeah, either way, you're getting got. <laughs> <laughs> so did y'all have a golf cart? 
we didn't and that part sucked it was a little bit of a walk to get onto the beach itself but in reality we spent more time at the pool anyway um they had a they had a bar there but our house was literally next door to the pool so we would just send somebody back go make a big ass you know yeti cup full of of margaritas and then sneak it in and we just get plastered that way so that was a lot better than sitting at a sandy beach and getting fucking roasted um, but it was awesome. And, and yeah, and we had jellyfish Yeah. And jellyfish. Guess what? There's no creatures besides like flies and mosquitoes in a, in a pool. So, uh, we had a lot better time there. And, um, yeah, the worst thing that could happen is your kids get chlorine in their eyes or some shit. But, um, yeah, they had full service bar. They had full service, like food. They would bring it. You know, kids want chicken tenders. They just bring chicken tenders out. Yeah, it was, it was fucking, it was solid. Uh, cinnamon shore. If you're looking to go somewhere, yeah, go there. Re- highly recommend. Very cool. And other news we have uh, for those video game players out there, we have a special anniversary. Yeah, the 25th anniversary of the Nintendo 64, the greatest game console of all time, bar none. That's my opinion, but it's also a fact. It's the best. That For me, I guess that's just me being nostalgic, but that it's the GOAT. It's the absolute greatest of all time. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, best game ever. I don't know how anybody could disagree that that grew up whenever video games were, were coming about. Okay, so you've got the yeah. NES, which is a yeah. right. It's a great console. You have the Atari, yeah. which was was great whenever Trash. it came out, right? Trash. And you know, <laughs> Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo was good. Yeah, Super Nintendo was great. Donkey Kong was, Country. I would know, be- th- that's when. Video games started to get fun on the Super Nintendo, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, dude. Donkey Kong Country, Diddy Kong's Quest is like my favorite game of all time. <laughs> it's the best. Until Nintendo 64 just put... I mean, they it, it, they killed it. Super Mario 64 is still fucking great. Like, And that was the first game that they put out on that system. I mean, you could just go down the list with GoldenEye. Yeah, Legend of Zelda I already talked about. I, I could play that all day. Mario Kart. <laughs> The thing about the Nintendo 64, I think, was it was, I, I believe it was the first system where you could have four players. And it it really brought this, like, multiplayer experience to, I think, like, Mario Party and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Mario Party. I mean, GoldenEye. I mean, that everybody, like... GoldenEye was great. It yeah, was great. Quadrant. And everybody yeah. wanted to be Odd Job, right? Yeah. Everybody wanted to be that Odd Job because no the hitbox was so small. Slappers only. Yeah, no. So I recently played the Nintendo 64 and uh, popped in GoldenEye thinking, oh, man, I love this game. It is impossible to aim. I never realized that it's just shooting straight and like you just have to like strafe left or right because you can do like the R button and like put your little cursor. But by that time, you're already getting shot at. So (laughs) it's awful. It's actually terrible. But with the nostalgia glasses on it's fantastic best graphics ever oh man yeah how could graphics get better than this <laughs> and now you look at these crazy ps5 graphics like i remember in my brain being like it looks so real and oh, now yeah. you go and like watch youtube clips i'm convinced though with all our high resolution monitors that aren't crt and whatever that it looks way worse than it did on a crt Agreed. tv yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely cute. convinced because I don't remember even like non HD football games. I don't remember them looking as shitty as they look on ESPN Classic. Uh, yeah, I saw one. Uh, it was Michael Vick's playoff run against the Vikings. And I remember thinking to myself, like, well, I was watching it on my it was like, you know, we had one of those big 
ass TVs with a huge back to it. And the, the, you know, an ass like Vic Mackey could love. And, and I remember thinking, this is awesome. Like, how could graphics get better than this? How could how could the resolution get better than this? And then you look at, yeah, ESPN Classic or on YouTube. And it's like, wow, that looked like ass. I was look, I was watching Reggie Bush old highlights the other day. And I was thinking to myself, like, man, back when I had AOL.com and like dial up, I, and trying to you know find Reggie Bush highlights, it was fucking awesome. And now it's just the grainiest shit. It looks like you know Red Grange is still running or something. Do you remember that Unforgivable? Bitch, give me chicken sandwiches, waffle fries for free. If you go and rewatch <laughs> that on YouTube, like the original video, it's like the worst fucking quality. Like oh, you yeah. can barely even tell that it's a person. <laughs> it's so good though. Bitch, give me a chicken sandwich. Waffle fries for free. <laughs> I love that. Bitch, you ain't no nerd. <laughs> what that uh, smell like. <laughs> I still say that. Uh, just randomly will slip that into conversation. We should get that guy on the podcast. We should oh, yeah. get that guy. We should like find him, track him down. I'm pretty sure he lives in Texas. Oh, that would um, be great. He's got some he's got some strange, like very uh Scandinavian name. Uh oh, really? is all I remember. I, we're gonna track him down. We're gonna get him on yeah. the podcast. Absolutely. Has to happen. <laughs> you you posted, I guess, a controversial video <laughs> according to one poster. Uh I didn't think it was all that controversial. I thought it was pretty awesome. But apparently MSU Dog wants to fucking fight you, bro. <laughs> Man, MSU dog, bro. I I was just shotgunning. Sorry, I shotgunned in your face, bro. <laughs> just <laughs> hey, you know what? You you have the exact same uh, you know right to shotgun in my face if you'd like. But until then, um, fuck Mississippi State. They just won the championship, and that's all we're going to talk about it. Um, fuck Will Bednar. Um, fuck Mississippi State, bitches. Yeah, fuck state, not hail state. Fuck state. Yeah. Fuck state. You know what? And fuck got- Ohio State too. We'll get into yeah. why. We'll get into why. Yeah. Well, fuck Ohio State in general, but we'll get into Forever. why, especially later on. In the podcast. But yeah, I, so I thought I was being nice. We had back to back late nights. It was one in the morning. Uh, both nights because of rain delays. And um, I thought I was giving the folks a treat. I'm just going to show everybody how to prep and smoke a beef rib, which turned out fantastic, by the way. If you haven't done beef ribs, easiest thing you'll ever see. Go to the Surly Horns Twitter feed. I'll show you a step-by-step how to do it. Super easy. Um, And when you do that, you have to get drunk. When you're prepping meat and you're smoking meat, you have to get drunk. Um, So it was midnight. I figure let's shotgun a beer while we while we're waiting in this rain delay. And I guess that pissed some people off. I spilled half the beer. I was very much not sober. <laughs> I had to do two or three takes before it actually took. And then the only beers, I, I all the beer I have in my fridge are all bottles. And so I had like four cans and I was choosing between the first one I did was a Corona in a can, uh, which dude, went down you, great. Have you, ever, have you ever done the bottle shotgun method? You put the straw yeah in the end and then you 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 swirl it a little bit and then just fucking down the hatch bro yeah do a little beer cyclone yeah so that was going to be last resort um but i like to do my my open the beer with the teeth maneuver which i think's badass my wife fucking despises um it also spills like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but so i chose corona first take didn't work out so great. Um, and then I was choosing between a Houston Hayes IPA and the lawnmower, and I decided to go with the lawnmower. Um, if I needed lawnmower's an extra take, choice. 
yeah. If I if I need another take, it was not going to be pretty. Me shotgunning an IPA at, at midnight during a rain delay. We were at a bar in East Austin off of Weberville. I don't even remember what the fuck this place was called. But they had two little shitty TVs and we walked in and we were like, hey, can we get the game on this TV? Well, it's just RGB3 on the podcast all by himself. Mr. Tech, I'm a Mac has kicked gotten kicked off our our feet again and me mr know nothing it guy is just sitting here talking to you good folks talking about shotgunning beers so um yes i do know that i um suck at shotgunning beers um if it's open already and yeah usually i'll get that good crack but you got to leave a little pressurization in there otherwise you're gonna you know you're not going to be able to get that that the quickness that you're looking for. So you definitely got to get your finger on there under there, which is harder than you think um, when you're managing the camera as well as not trying to wake up your wife, which I think was everybody's favorite part of the video was um, I had to whisper much like I'm doing now because my kids are sleeping uh, about 15 feet away from me currently. And uh, when I'm shotgunning a beer, my wife is sleeping about, you know, 15 steps away from me um, when I'm doing that. So, um, the goal is to shotgun the beer, consume as much of it as you can while trying to look badass and making Mississippi state fans feel like pieces of shit while also not telling, having my wife come out and tell me, get your drunk ass to sleep, you bitch boy. Um, cause that's probably, probably what would have happened. So, um, Hey, guess what? I had another video. It was queued up. It was ready to it was ready to rock. If we won, um, if we beat Mississippi State like we fucking should have, god damn it, David Pierce. Take him out an inning earlier and we win that game. Anyway, um, great season. Kudos to y'all. Fucking awesome season. Um, but had the had had the next video ready to rock. It was gonna be fantastic. Um, I did pork ribs that next day, so I had the pork ribs on the plate. I, I had that I had that IPA ready to rip and uh it didn't happen. So I owe y'all a shotgun video. It'll happen at some point. And until then, join the thread. I'm the only person in that fucking thread. It's me. It's me and I'm a Mac. Just just shotgunning beers um, back and forth from each other. So um, until then, you know, I, I'm the king of shotgunning beers until somebody beats me. So um, bring your shit, everybody. The end. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> I've been talking about shotgunning beers with the good folks. That's that's good. I hate my Internet. I don't know. I need to fix my internet. Some, some, yeah, some, for the, some the tech guy of the podcast has the shitty internet. <laughs> but you were at a bar. You said you were at a bar. Yeah, so we were at a bar in East Austin off of Weberville, and I don't know what the name of this place is. It was just some shitty dive bar. They had two little TVs, and we asked them, hey, you know, can you turn the game on? Uh, it's a really big baseball game. So the bartender turned the game on and you know hispanic titanic went fucking did his thing and freaked out we're you know hooting and hollering and hugging each other and fuck yeah and everything else and then uh you know the rain delay happened and we kept getting drunk and then uh the shotgunning thing happened and then i like wanted to shotgun a beer and they wouldn't let me and then (laughs) the game came back on and we were like, hey, can you put the game back on? And she was like, no. It's one in the morning. Nothing else yeah, is on. It's like, what, do you, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Yeah, it, it was on the Food Network on mute with no <laughs> subtitle, with no like closed caption. I asked her again, 
can you turn the game on? And she said, no. You guys, you guys uh, were too rowdy and you scared off all my regulars. And now I'm not going to get any tips. <laughs> well, you're not getting another one. Yeah. I, I like looked around and the bar was full. <laughs> and she was the only bartender. Yeah, you're not going to get any uh, tips. <laughs> whatever. I gave her a tip anyway. And then we left. And of course, this was the time. I don't know if you noticed in the thread, but everybody, you were watching because you had like TV. Everybody that was streaming on uh, Watch ESPN or the ESPN app, uh, the, the, after the rain delay, the, the stream didn't come off. back in English. <laughs> no, no, no. You could watch a stream, but it was only en español. Oh, it was man. the funniest fucking thing ever, dude. It was That's so great. funny. In, in honor of the Hispanic you know Titanic. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what? The Spanish announcers weren't all fucking super anti-Texas. You know what they yeah. were? They were pro-Texas. Yeah. They absolutely loved Texas. Everything Texas did good, they were like, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, you know? I, I would yeah, much rather watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna watch all games in closed captioning and Espanol. And hey, if if they did make the final, um, we were gonna do a Discord or whatever, and we were gonna do the live broadcast, and you would have some pro Texas voices actually talking about baseball instead of just trying to shit all over Texas. Like they did. Uh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was going on with those announcers. Um it was bad. Very. But hey, not our problem anymore. Fuck you, Mississippi State. It's the re- that's all. That's all the baseball talk you guys are going to get. Sorry if you came here to listen yeah. to the College World Series talk, but uh, great run. F- fuck Mississippi State. Great run. Awesome season. You know the 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 young team. So yep. next season, the expectations set right. College yep. World Series or bust. Omaha or bust. Uh, hopefully next season they're able to get. You know they were one run away one hit by pitch one fucking walk away from being in the finals of the college world series and they would have demolished vanderbilt it would have not even been close man Uh, and it was it was obviously the two best teams were playing and uh dude that hit by pitch well after after um uh quintanilla uh got out of that bases loaded, no outs jam without giving any runs. I was like, oh yeah, we're, we're it's, that's it. We're, we're winning this fucking, I thought it was, man, yeah. whatever. Well, it's, I'm done talking about it because it's fucking depressing, but yep. you know, good job. Good job. Texas Longhorns baseball. We'll, we'll see yep. you out there next season for another yeah. fucking exciting run. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I can't wait. Speaking of things that are fucked. <laughs> oh. Herm Edwards and Arizona state university. Oh yeah, they're they're done. I mean, that yeah, they got busted um, with recruits on campus during the dead period, even including Herm Edwards, like a picture of Herm Edwards, and there's a TV in the background that has like they're like, oh yeah, that's a live game, and it was on this date during the dead pe- period, and he's hosting a recruit. They, they like they have receipts, they have receipts of like flights that they're paying for and shit, like. They're they're toast. And my favorite part about this entire thing is Herm Edwards like came in as like, I'm an upstanding guy. And like he didn't even want to say the word devils. 
he says Arizona State. He doesn't say Sun Devils because he doesn't want to say the word devil. And he's a cheating piece of shit. So there you he's, go. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know that. Um, I don't know that he will continue to be the head coach. Yeah. Of Arizona State after this. Yeah. I, I but guess who knows? The NCAA may just be like, we don't care. Everybody's paying recruits. Yeah, they've been sweeping LSU rapes under the rug for the past, you know, decade. You know, it, it took some Art Briles level shit, Joe Paterno level shit before they got sanctioned. I mean, yeah, it's in the end, they're going to get, you know, 10 scholarships taken away, two year bull ban. People forget about it. That's what always happens. It always fucking happens. I mean, who goes to Arizona State for school? Yeah, just for the women. <laughs> you got to go for it. I mean, how much do scholarships... So, I mean, this is a real question. How much do scholarships actually matter in the NIL stage of the game? Because theoretically, they could just get enough enough NIL from some donor dude to yeah. essentially pay for tuition. And so, like, it That's may true. not even be a thing to lose scholarships anymore. Yeah, it could be, but then you could also have the case where it's like, okay, Arizona's giving me a full ride and the NIL, and Arizona State's just offering the NIL shit. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it'll it all come out of the wash. It's going to be like the fucking wild, wild west um, for the next full year with this Tomorrow. NIL stuff. Tomorrow? Yeah, Tomorrow. starting yeah, to midnight tonight, and I already know a bunch of people oh, that already have midnight tonight? Yeah, midnight yeah, tonight. Because I guess July first, it didn't specify like during business hours. It's just <laughs> yeah. midnight Central Time in Texas. You're fucking. It's game. Yeah, Last Stand Hats has a bunch of current players. I think ready to rock. Um, they haven't signed anything or agreed to, to anything. Co sponsorship. We need to get a. Co we need to get a a co branded player Last Stand Hats. Yes, absolutely, we do. Yeah, the Demarvion Overjohn Surly version <laughs> hat. Uh, no, what we need to do, um, like I said, I sent you my awesome t-shirt idea. We got to do it. The glow in the dark letters, the Sark after dark with glow in the dark letters <laughs> that only glows when you're out at dark. I mean, it's fucking great. It's the best. <laughs> that, that would be, would be great. Uh, so we, <laughs> we have, we have talks of a 12 team college football playoff. So they, they went, they went full. Hey, Do let's it. just uh, turn this into the biggest money grab possible. All grass, uh, no breaks. And, and on they the went playoffs. to 12. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a good number. So they went from four to 12. I actually, I, I'm shocked they didn't go just to eight um, to start and then get to 12. But I think 12 makes the most sense um, numbers wise, especially when you're talking about like. Nah, fuck it. Go to 25. Go to 25 and give the number one rate team two bye weeks two bye weeks <laughs> bama's resting for a month and a half <laughs> Just... <laughs> hey more football the better and they've always needed this they've always needed this who gives a shit about the fucking cheese it bowl when you could watch like last year you could watch you know iowa state versus wisconsin or something like that like would you rather that the winner advance and like have actual stakes or oh the winner wins the cheese it bowl and the only thing that really the only stakes are you had you know wisconsin minus seven that's it i do think i do think there is an argument to be made this was this was true with the six team or eight team expansion as well you look at the brackets 
that let's say the last three playoffs, you look at the brackets. I, I think the result doesn't change. Probably not. I, the, the best team, the best team pretty much won or was definitely in the championship game. Yeah. And so does it, does it change maybe that first team out that everybody bitches about? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I think it does. Yeah. It does make it a lot more fair for the number four team. Like yep. you get, you get your fairness points, but, but in the modern college football playoff era has the number four seed team ever won. Nope. No. Yeah, because it's usually Oklahoma, and they get their fucking wheels blown off. <laughs> they get their fucking wheels blown off not every single time. Even gotten close. Uh, so I just don't. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the twelve because it twelve feels like straight up money grab to me. The the problem really was that fourth seed, and and unfairly rewarding a single team with the fourth seed. I would be fine with a 16 playoff essentially that gets you into that fourth seed. Oh um, yeah. That's not a bad idea, but there's no Cinderella story happening, right? If you go to 12, the fucking 12th ranked team is never going to win the college football playoff ever. There will never be a case where that happens. So, but the cool thing will be, even if they don't win just an upset, you know, they pull off the number one and then they lose in the next round. Like even that is cooler than, okay, number one, Alabama versus number four, Oklahoma and Oklahoma gets their fucking wheels blown off. Now, at least it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're rooting for the number six seed versus number three seed, like that sort of thing. And determining whose conference actually is better. You know, like if there's two teams in the Big 12 and two teams in the SEC and the Big 12 wins both their games or wins one against the SEC, it's like, okay, now it's actual bragging rights instead of just confirmation SEC bias that we that we've been seeing in the college football playoffs. I mean, how much how often do they not have two teams in the fucking playoffs Two in out of one power five conference? And now, like I was always the biggest proponent for the eight team. You have the uh P five um, automatic bid. If you win the bid, if you win your conference um, from the Power Five conference, you get an automatic bid to the playoff plus the best group of five school, so that your Cincinnati's, your UCF's, and then two at large. That's what I. That's what I figured they were going to go to, and now it looks like, hey, bucket twelve. Which I'm sure. Have they talked about like automatic bids? Is it like? It's got to be top five. And yeah, yeah. I think I think you win. You win your. It's like you win your in. And then some type of, of bid process. There's there's definitely some of that 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 happens with the the twelve in thing. Oh, it's probably it's probably five power five, one group of five, and then six at large would be my guess. Just a guess, but either way, either way, hey, it's more football. That's all I give a shit about. And te- and Texas is set up nicely to to be regulars. And I mean, hell, in, if this was set up in 2017, we probably would have gone right. When we won the Sugar Bowl, we would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Anybody in New Year's Six is auto playing in. Um, yeah, so I, I'm stupid, tough. and I was wrong. The first college football playoff, number four Ohio State did win, oh. and and in 17 18 season, number four Alabama did win. I think the oh, reason well, I forgot count. that is because those teams were not supposed to be number four. The number four seed. Yeah, yeah. You don't think of them as the the ones that are sneaking in. <laughs> and, well, yeah. They were not the ones that were sneaking in, um, in, in any of those seasons. Speaking of playoffs, <laughs> speaking of playoffs, the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs suck. Well, 
NHL just because my team got eliminated, but the NBA playoffs suck ass. Well, aren't the the Lightning? They're just gonna they're like they're just gonna win in four games. Yeah, they're gonna throttle the Habs. Yeah, they're gonna throttle them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not even fun to watch. They scored no. what five goals in the first game? Like, it's not fun to watch. Something's, yeah, it's, it's not, not even fun close. hockey to watch. No, no. Um, and then the NBA playoffs. Like, who would have thought that? having a bunch of basically garbage tier mid market teams playing for championships would fucking suck. Oh, everyone. That's why yeah, you need the Lakers or the Celtics or the fuck. You need some big market team to be a draw because yeah. if they're not, then, then nobody no one cares. gives a shit. Even with the best players, like nobody's watching the bucks versus the Hawks, even with Trey young and, and Giannis, Nobody fucking, gives a fuck. Who gives a shit about the Phoenix fucking Suns? <laughs> Except for that one guy that like uppercutted that four, fucking dude four. and said Suns in four. Suns in four. four. Which was a badass moment because especially they actually won in four. That you gotta I mean you gotta have have that, you know, just wear a shirt that says Suns in four for the rest of your life. That's your ticket. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, but Suns are about to win in four unless they maybe they already did. I'm that's how checked out I am. They were yeah, up no, three games to none, right? So I think they're going to win in four to get into the finals. Uh, no one gives a shit. No one nope. gives a shit. You know how much yeah, no I one gives a shit? One... No one gives a shit so much that Don Nelson got fired and oh, yeah. Rick Carlisle quit his job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they just fucking said, see ya. Yeah. Jason Kidd, uh, Mr. DWI himself. Um, yeah. he He's taken over, it looks like. And um, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with a, losing, with a losing record as a head coach. Great hire. Yep. yep. Great hire. But he was so good when he played. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they should have hired Steve Nash. Maybe they should have just waited for Steve Nash to win the championship with the Suns and then and then hired Steve Nash. Yep. You think, you well, think yeah, they're paying like him the... the big bucks in fucking Phoenix? How long do you think CP3 is going to be fucking relevant after this season? Wait, Steve Nash is the head coach of the Suns? I he, I mean, unless I'm stupid and live on a Oh, no, he's in the Nets. He's the Nets, right? The Nets. I'm stupid. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but the Suns are he winning. He used to play on the Suns. Yeah. The Suns are winning. They're up 3-2, and they're up 75-65 to 65 in the third. So congrats, Suns fans, on your, on your finals appearance. I'm sure I'm not jinxing it. Yeah, the other series on. is tied 2-2. Yeah, and that that was that Moving was basketball. On from pro hey, let's talk about good which is basketball. Fucking lame. Yeah. Good basketball talk. So while I was um, a full pitcher of margaritas in, um, Trey Mitchell commits to Texas. Holy shit! Huge. Wow. Chris Beard took a roster that had no talent, a ten-win team at best, and we have a top three roster currently. Going into the season, I was, you know, I was really, 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 uh, I was torn up about Greg Brown making a, a very poor decision, as we, as yep. we expressed on the podcast, and are in fact extremely correct about. Yep, was super Still. torn up about that. Was like, man, fuck, he should have stayed. And like, we definitely stay. needed him. Now it's like, fucking bye, like Who? whatever. Uh, probably better off, honestly. Yeah. It's crazy what's going on with this roster. It's it it will damn near be the best roster 
in college basketball at the beginning of the season, like just from known quantities, not from weird hyped up recruits, people that you know yeah. that are good. Yeah, it, we don't even need recruits. It's like, hey, this guy literally put up 20 points in in the tournament. And now he's just coming to Texas and playing under pro- in probably a better situation and probably um, under a better head coach than than he left. And so now you have um, uh, you even have uh, Marcus Carr, um, who entered the NBA draft, decided to come back. He's now transferring, and it looks like he's probably coming to Texas, um, which turns our top three roster into like a top. Two <laughs> why the roster. fuck not? Why not? Why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you just want to come win a championship with Chris Beard? Trying to play I, on Mondays. What what do you say? Trying to play on Monday nights. Yeah, trying to play Monday nights. Man, I can't like so I knew Chris Beard was gonna be an awesome hire because he won like he did at tech, and it's fucking tech. But like this is otherworldly. Like I was already ready, like mentally preparing myself, like, all right, he's gonna win, you know, he's gonna get the first weekend. He's gonna get to the first weekend. Now it's now I'm like, well, if I don't go to the final four, I'm gonna kill myself. So <laughs> it's like it, this team is gonna be stacked. Like we might be a basketball podcast when all said and done at this point. It's so fucking good. It's gonna be so awesome. It is it is it's, it's looking really good. Today was a really interesting day in recruiting. Yep. Uh, we're co- recording on Wednesday like we're supposed to. <laughs> Shitty is another. Yeah, interesting. I I personally, uh, I had a soda and I was drinking it whenever I was reading the thread, whenever Close to Chuppie changed the name <laughs> of the thread from All Gas, No Breaks to All Ass, No Takes. Uh, fucking spot on for today i was dying i was dying when i saw that That was so good and now it just needs to stay there even regardless whenever we get our top 10 class it's still hilarious (laughs) ohio state that's not fuck them it's never fun it's never fun to lose a recruit i've already gone through the mental gymnastics of quantifying this is besides yesterday when people were like, oh, yeah, Alabama's not confident about, you know, getting Terrence Brooks in anymore. Um, and everybody hyped themselves up like, oh, well, then it's definitely us. Like Ohio State literally offered two fucking weeks ago, which is crazy. They offered two weeks ago. He takes one visit and he commits. But regardless, um, I already wrote him off to go to Alabama. So I'm not that butthurt about it. And then um, uh, Keenis Thompson um, which I thought was the guy that loved orange soda. Or no, that was Kel. Uh, uh, Keenan and Kel. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he commits to UCF. And, yeah, <laughs> no, if you knew who Keenan Thompson was before he took a visit last weekend, you're a fucking liar. Nobody knows who this guy is, and so now we're butthurt that he committed to UCF, this mid three star. It's like just stop reading what the 995ers are, you know, the the smoke clouds that they're puffing out because it's all bullshit. Who knows? Who cares? We'll celebrate when we get them because guess what? We got a big one two days ago. Everybody's jumping off a fucking building right now. Two days ago, we got Jamarian Miller, who is a it's Miller time monster monster Miller time, baby. I mean, he's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm excited in the thread. uh, Jadon blue immediately had some reactionary tweets. I'm just going to think they were good. And people were like, what does that tweet mean? 
And I said, that tweet means we're going to be real fucking good at running back is what it means. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's just so funny today. Everybody getting all up in arms and shit about, you know, oh, we lost Terrence Brooks, who we always thought was going to Bama and some guy we barely fucking heard of. Guess what? Tomorrow we're getting um, the tackle Cam Williams um, from Duncanville. Um, and then on Friday, it looks like we're getting uh, Cole Hudson and Connor Robertson. Um, so we will have in a two day span, three fifths of our offensive line class, two days. That's all you got to wait, guys. Two days, three fifths of our off- offensive line class done, at least in theory, until Ohio State poaches them to the fucks. <laughs> all right. So one thing that we have to talk about is uh, we've had two outstanding recruiting weekends now that recruiting is back they can bring them on campus i don't necessarily understand the difference between unofficial visit which apparently happens right before the weekend and then official visit which happens like on one day of the weekend no so unofficial unofficial visits or unofficial visit means that the parents and the kids are paying for the visit um like you can host them but you can't like give them shit and you can't fly them in or give them a car or whatever. And then official visit is like, Texas does it fucking big. And basically you're King for two or three days um, on the weekend. So yeah, they had a lot of official visitors and they had a lot of unofficial visitors and uh, some big ones, Uh, none bigger than our future quarterback. According to my galaxy brain, Arch Manning, he's coming. I feel it. I mean, everybody's I saying leads and, and he, it looked like he had a great time. Um, yeah, there there are some stories matriculating through the, the Internet ether um, of him having a really, really good time. And they already love Sark. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. You know, why go to Bama? Why go to Clemson? Be a follower. You know, sure, you're going to be surrounded by great talent, but you can get that at Texas. You know, be a leader. Build your brand here. The NIL matters more for him than anybody else, probably. I mean, the Manning name is going to sell itself. You I mean, you you can't tell me that Cooper Manning isn't tugging on his little wiener thinking about how he's going to be able to, you know, use the Longhorn Network to his benefit. I mean, it's the Manning family. They know they know this shit. They know what they're doing. You know, I guarantee you Peyton built a, a billion fucking Papa John's in Austin whenever Arch Manning comes to Texas. <laughs> Just a trillion of them. They're going to be on every corner. And they're going to have Arch Manning's face on every single sign. It's just going to be burnt orange. Like, Papa John's is going to change from green and and red to just burnt orange and white. (laughs) Which actually would look badass. Arch Manning would be a a really, really good get. And um, I think the rest of that class would be insane. Right. And, and oh, yeah. so I don't know that he I don't know that he commits anywhere until really late just because he can because everybody's going to hold the spot for him. See, and I think the opposite. I think he knows that if he commits early, he can pick and choose which players he's bringing with him. I think he's going to want to get momentum. Um, and so I think it happens sooner rather than later. Honestly, I think uh, if you told me it happened before the end of the season, um, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I think if you, if Sark goes out, wins, you know, go out, show, you can put up 40, 50 points with Hudson card, 
um, you know, in a game, win some big games. You're, you know, you're talking about going into the Oklahoma game undefeated. You get him to, you know, come out to the Oklahoma game, see the atmosphere. I mean, I think he could. I think he could pull the trigger at any moment. Oh, that, I mean, yeah. Imagine that just 50 yard line and he commits wearing the we're, we're in the golden hat. <laughs> How badass would that oh, be? That would be sick. That, <laughs> that would, be, would sick. be sick. Yeah. Live I, on ESPN. It, I hope Bajan runs for 300 fucking yards in that game. 11 billion yards. <laughs> just, yeah. No, I think uh, I, I, I think Texas feels good where they're at right now. I think that's why they're not pressing so hard for Quinn Ewers anymore. Um, and you're telling me we're going to go Murphy and then Manning back to back. That is a that that's some quarterback recruiting. That's a healthy quarterback recruiting room. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, we got to talk about the, the the power fucking recruiting on special teams. <laughs> hey, you got that kicker, bro. Hey, got that all kicker. I care about all I care about with the kicker besides making kicks is they ha- also have to have a badass kicker name. Otherwise, they're going to suck. That's that's the rule. If if they have a shitty kicker name, they're going to suck. Will Stone, that's a good kicker name. Stone lining up for the 55-yarder, that sounds cool. Dicker the kicker, that's fucking cool. You know, Dusty Mangum, are you kidding me? Yeah, now we're talking, you know. But when, you have, when you're with Nick Rose... You know, Nick Rose. Okay, I don't. I don't know. Feel. I don't feel as confident about this forty-yard. You know, I don't feel as confident about this thirty-six-yard chip shot. Will Stone. Will Stone's making everything within forty. That's for sure, guaranteed. We also have some. I don't know. I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate. I guess we'll talk about it. Departures. Yeah. From yeah some wide receivers. Yeah. Wider and locker yeah. room. Yeah, well, we did also get uh, linebacker Anthony Jones from Nevada. Um, looks like a solid take. Uh, PK wanted him at Washington, and now he gets him at Texas. So I'll take that. Don't know anything about it. Uh, we're not going to act like we're exp- experts at looking at film, but if PK wants him, I'm excited that we get him. That's all I give a shit about. Um, Anthony Jones, uh, like, I don't know. He shares a name with some guy that knocks people the fuck out. So. Probably he's gonna knock right. some people out. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But um yeah, wide receiver room got a little thin. Um with uh some unfortunate business with Keith Ron Lee. Um leave it to a guy from Brian. Um, but yeah, he got into an domestic uh, altercation. Let's, let's put this guy Is shit on blast. A little bit. I got you gotta, you gotta, yeah. you gotta put this blast guy shit it. on blast. But mainly, yeah, fuck him. mainly because of the outcome. So yeah. you cannot, you cannot get arrested for domestic violence and start a fight with someone in your fucking family, and then and then get your fucking ass whipped, and yeah. then get booked, oh, yeah. and, and then Snapchat and weigh 165 pounds. Yeah, he Snapchatted his face just completely busted. Like you can't get whooped like that. Like. Bro, you fought a family member. You lost a fight. You went to jail. You got kicked off. Yeah, loser goes team. to jail. Loser, loser's life is fucking ruined. Just, just, hey, just don't. That's all you have to do. Like, you don't even have to be that good of a football player. Like, just don't be an asshole. D-B-A-A, don't be an asshole. That's all you got to do. And I mean, and I'm not going to try and pretend like I know how hard this guy's life is or fucking anything like that. But what I do know 
is your life just got a lot fucking harder, bro. Yup. A lot. A lot. That's all you got to do. You know, you don't have to be the best football player in the world. Just don't be an asshole and you have your fucking life made. Work your ass off. Try to get into McCombs and guess what? You're set up for life. Congratulations because you were good at football when you're in high school. You don't even have to play a snap. Alvante Woodard is not the greatest football player in the world, but he seems like a good guy and he just goes and he does his shit and he doesn't get arrested and ruin his life in like a day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Look at Jeff McCulloch. Dude's rich as fuck. Yep. He didn't get yep. drafted. Yep. Didn't get drafted. He, and guess what? He's a great fucking dude. And he's a graduate of McCombs Business School. I think he's going to do pretty damn well for himself. <laughs> I think he, I don't think yeah anybody's worried about old shark. <laughs> uh, the other wide receiver that is oh, leaving. Yeah. I don't know that this is a, a surprise. No, and we'll speculate on where he'll land. Oh yeah, but it's Jake obvious. Smith, Jake Smith is is uh, in the portal. Uh, Unfortunate. Yeah, I really I, like. I would have liked to. I mean, I was excited. I was high on Jake Smith. I thought he was going to yeah. be a standout guy in this next season. I get it. You know, the, there is a lot of talk that that he was particularly close with Jake Ellinger, yeah. um, yep. which probably had something to do with this. Yeah, and, and you know, he's been fairly injury prone and, and snake bit within the program. So yeah. maybe this is just a good hard reset for yep. Jake. I wish him the best. I, I he was my favorite recruit in uh, I guess that was twenty eighteen. Um, he, I mean, he was awesome. I, I blame a lot on Herman and I blame a lot on, um, uh, what, oh God, I blanked out his Yancey McKnight. Um, they added too much muscle on him and he got all these, you know, soft tissue injuries and all that. It's like, man, you have this explosive athlete, explosive athlete, just let him be an athlete. Um, and it just never clicked, which is unfortunate. Um, so wish him the best at, obviously usc we all know where he's going like yeah, definitely going to usc <laughs> yeah it's like the most <laughs> obvious thing ever like the second i saw him in the portal i was like well congrats enjoy usc um so wish him the best because yeah i i did have high hopes for him but um he seemed kind of flaky um it was always kind of rumored he was going to hit the portal and now he did good luck yeah well, yeah, recruiting, yeah, it's going to be a busy-ass – I mean, I think every, everything you saw in June is going to really start paying off in July. They got a lot of big names coming down the pipeline. I know Derek Brown, um, Kelvin Banks, um, pretty much all going to be busting in, in July. So we're, we're going to have a lot of recruiting talk to talk about. We'll probably get some recruiting guys back on um, the podcast to um, fill us in on what we're getting and, and what we're looking like. Um, cause hopefully this is the part where Sark just drops his dick on the table and, uh, you know, really starts getting some of these, you know, we got to finish with the top 10 class. That's gotta be the goal. Get a top 10 class. It has to be, it has to be. Um, I did notice, you know, everybody's like, where's Alabama and Clemson. And it's like, dude, they don't, they're Alabama and Clemson. Yeah. Don't, don't worry be, about that. They'll yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause right now we're, I think we're in sixth. Yeah, we're in six above AM. But yeah, Alabama's at 15, but they only have eight commits. Two of them are five stars. <laughs> Two five stars, <laughs> four, five four stars, and a three star. And then, uh, yeah, where's Clemson? Clemson has eight commits, seven four stars. So, wow. Yeah. 
while we, on the other hand, have zero five stars, eight four stars, though, um, two three stars. So, I mean, we're, not, we're the class is shaping up pretty good, especially the uh, the I think the um, our class average is brought down because we have the damn kicker and the the deep snapper on um, bringing our average good down. Ass deep snapper, good good ass deep snapper though. Yep. Hey, my boy, St. Louis, St. Louis. <laughs> but yeah, so um, moving on, I guess we got to get to our Aggie fact of the week. I got a good one this week. So shout out to our boy, Kyle Umlang. Um, go get you a copy. 101 Aggie facts, things every Longhorn should know by Kyle Umlang. Um, friend of the podcast. Um, today we have Aggie fact number 50. The coronavirus canceled the remainder of the 2020 baseball season, where the Aggies and Longhorns were a mere 18 days from squaring off. If Texas A&M and Texas played every 18 days, and the Aggies won four out of five of those games going forward, so four out of five every 18 days, they would get on the winning side of the head-to-head record with Texas in the year 2031. So in nine years, <laughs> winning four out of five every eighteen days. <laughs> yeah, they just made a they just made a new oh, coaching change too on the baseball side. They they got the TCU guy. So I heard he's a dickhead. So congrats on your dickhead coach. I think he's good, but so uh, but I mean, is that really gonna? I just don't just don't understand the complete irrelevance and rooting for. The, teams in your conference it makes yep. no sense to me makes no sense i hey i bet you they're pounded their dicks so hard just at the thought of them winning a national championship today because it was vanderbilt versus mississippi state the guaranteed sec oh, i bet if you fucking pulled up aggie twitter they're all oh yeah hashtag hail stating yeah S-E-C- hashtag hail state fucking losers here we go. God. The segment. We need a theme music to get into the Fat Boy Minute. <laughs> we need you know, <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut, McDonald's, McDonald's, something like that. We need it, or, or just, or just like tubas. Do 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 do. The Fat Boy Minute. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. The theme for this week is very uh, appropriate. On brand. Yeah, for the holiday weekend. Fourth of July foods. Oh, so, yeah. Um, what what is your favorite Fourth of July food? Like that that is that is distinctly American, right? Yeah. Celebrate right. America. Yep. So I'm gonna go with um the standard hot dog. Um I like mixing it up. I like just a regular ass hot dog. Sometimes I don't even need a bun. I don't even need, you know, you don't need a bun. You don't need condiments. Just it's, it's a time of celebration for America. I watch the Nathan's hot dog eating championship every single year, have it set to record automatically. It's the best. And then I just try to eat as many hot dogs as I possibly can. Cause it's really the only acceptable time that as an adult man, I can just, just destroy hot dogs. Besides when you're at a baseball game, if you're at a baseball game, hot dog, Otherwise, it's like, all right, you got Fourth of July. Like, I'm not just going to go to town on Christmas and just fuck around and eat 12 hot dogs like I am on Sunday because I'm just going to eat 12 hot dogs because that's that's what America does. 
That's America right there. It's processed pig lips, pig anus. I don't give a shit. I don't need the all beef. I don't need. You don't have to tell me what it is. It could be Hill Country Fair brand, Walmart brand. I don't care. Pork slurry. Hot dog. Pork it, slurry. Hey, and you know what? It's delicious. It's sodium filled. It's the only thing now. Like I'm taking, I, I take uh, um, Pepsid. So the only thing in the world that gives me heartburn is that day after I eat five to seven to eight to 12 hot dogs. And um, I'm going to love every delicious sodium filled bite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think for me, the, I, I've got to go with the other classic, right? Yeah. I am definitely burger. a burger guy right? Yeah. on, on the 4th of July, and, but not like a fancy burger, right? That, that's not no. what 4th of July is all about, right? You don't need to put like Gouda cheese and, and fucking yeah. uh, a fried egg and bacon <laughs> and whatever. No, fuck all that noise. Straight up, just a single thick patty that's just cooked over charcoal, just yep. fucking with the drippings hot, hot and, and fire raging, whatever. No fucking ice cube cheating, whatever the fuck. No, just... Straight up, just throw those Hot bitches on, cook them, cook them until, right, they're cooked all the way through. Yep. None of this medium, none of this fucking medium well, no, fucking well done American burgers. Just salt, yep. pepper, and then a fucking white bread bun. Oh, yeah. With, and this is, this is key, right? Fuck all that shit about ketchup. So mustard, mustard burger. Boo. No fucking ketchup. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Finally, we have an argument. I'm team ketchup on everything. And I don't I can't stand when people gatekeep my hot dogs. Everybody, oh ketchup doesn't go on a hot dog. God Fuck damn me. it, dude. You I got a fucking tomato. You don't need tomato sauce. You don't need tomato sauce it. on your burger. You get you get a fucking a, a good <laughs> slice of tomato. Uh you get some lettuce, you get some onions that are sliced, and you, you put like one pass of mustard and maybe a couple of pickles. If you're into that, I like the mix. I like the ketchup mustard mix and that's all I need. I don't even need lettuce. I don't need onion. I don't need tomato. I don't need any of that. I'll just give me some good ketchup, good, good mustard. And it's, it's a walking around meal. That's the best part about 4th of July is I don't even want a paper plate. I just want to walk by, grab a hot dog, do my thing, you know, pool, whatever, eat my hot dog. What's that burger? Go through, make your burger. Yeah, no plate, no napkin. You don't need it. Just walk around eating constantly. That and uh, uh, side dish, I'm just going straight Lay's potato chips in a bowl. I've n I never eat Lay's potato chips, but it, it's something about the 4th of July that it's either Ruffles or Lay's potato chips. Ruffles are the goat. They're fantastic. They're saltier, but there's something about the Lay's potato chip because you don't ever eat it. Like who's who's walking through H E B just like, oh, I need these bland fucking potato chips instead of like the good shit, like the cheddar and sour cream, like the good stuff. Um, so it's just a plain bowl of laced potato chips that have been sitting out from like ten AM until five o'clock. Um, which people are just grabbing a handful <laughs> at a time. Yeah, just <laughs> just like maybe, maybe kind of stale. Yeah. But like still salty and good. Yeah, and you're at that point you're like seven to eight beers deep, so all you want are just like to consume additional calories and more salt. That's all you need. I think for me, I I love love tater tots. 
Oh, um, yeah, that's good. That's good shit. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then, I mean, you got to go – what, what do you – do you top it? You go cheese and bacon bits and all that kind oh, of stuff? Oh, chili on? cheese tater tots. The chili oh, yeah. cheese tater tots is very uniquely American. I, I dare you to go to any other country on earth and they're find chili cheese tater, tater tots. It's like a staple. They're fantastic. That's so good. Yeah. The um yeah, if I throw throwing out some other sides, um love um uh queso, obviously. Um I love my family always gets a little fancy. They'll throw a charcuterie board in the mix. As long as there's a lot of like salami <laughs> French ass bullshit. Get, that out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Frenchie. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, everybody loves a good charcuterie. A little little cooter board. Yeah. It's it, little salami, little little cheese slices. Yeah. You're good. So notice all you fucking heathens out there that like mayonnaise. We didn't oh, say mayonnaise yeah. for shit. No yeah. fucking mayonnaise fucking on 4th yeah. of July. Get that nope. shit out of here. You don't need fucking yeah. mayonnaise. <laughs> don't you don't keep my ketchup. Put fucking salad. You don't put salad dressing on a Ooh. hot dog. You don't put salad dressing on a fucking burger. You know what mayonnaise is? It's a fucking salad dressing. <laughs> It's disgusting. Except I will say one thing. If you take mayonnaise and just call it aioli, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Otherwise, fuck mayonnaise. But if you call it a garlic aioli, now we're talking. Garlic mayonnaise doesn't hit. It hits different than a garlic aioli. <laughs> I'm sure that there's something I, like I know that aioli has a large component of mayonnaise, but I don't think that that aioli and mayonnaise aren't synonymous. Are they not? I f- I've always thought that they were like the so. same thing. Are mayo I don't and think so. aioli? I think they they are they are uh, of of similar origin. And uh, nope. Nowadays, the word aioli is synonymous with mayo and is often just a simple mayonnaise that is flavored generously with garlic, a nod to its origins. So, yeah, it's basically mayonnaise. They're synonymous. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Now, yeah, now Get that yeah, fucking what is aioli? What's that fucking word? That doesn't sound American to me. <laughs> hey, hey only that doesn't sound no american to me so i can't stand mayo like nobody in my family eats it we don't touch it like i don't want it on a sandwich i don't want it on anything i just don't like it but you make some like cayenne pepper in it and now you're talking about a cane sauce like yeah okay cane sauce slaps now it's the shit and no, nobody tell me that mayonnaise and ranch are like basically the same thing because they are absolutely not and fuck you for they're not they're not they're not that's that's some bullshit. But uh, don't put your fucking salad dressing on hot dogs or hamburgers. Or burgers. Yeah. Gross. Just don't do it. Just don't do I'm it. I'm going to throw out one other um, item that I love on the 4th of July. It's the um, it's the corn dogs that you cook whilst drunk later. So you run out of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you run out of hot dogs. You run out of burgers. You're like, oh, shit, I'm still hungry. You go into the freezer. What do you have? You have the state fair corn dogs from last 4th of July ready to throw into the oven. So at about midnight, you're getting a nice little second secondary snack with the corn dog. <laughs> uh, so what are you are you uh, cooking? Are you what are you what are your plans for the 4th of July? Um, looks like we're probably going to go to my mom's house. She has a pool, so probably going to hang out there. Um, my wife's birthday's on the 6th, so usually we throw, you know, a little like, hey, here's a cookie cake kind of thing and, and, you know, do it like that. Nothing crazy, but pool, beer, 
barbecue. Yeah, I might smoke something. I did those beef ribs. Like I said, if you haven't checked the thread on Twitter, check it out um, at Surly Horns. Um, the beef ribs are incredible. I'm, I've just been dreaming about them ever since I did them the first time. So I'm probably going to do them again because it's just delicious. What about so you? So we're, we're hosting a party at our house and we've got a pool. So we'll have like a pool party day, but I am going to smoke some meats. You should uh, let everybody. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a brisket because I think we're going to have enough folks to, to eat a, a whole brisket without having leftovers. You should let um, the early listeners vote on I, it. You should, you should, yeah, yeah, you should let them vote on what you smoke. <laughs> yeah. I need to smoke something else though. I, I, I um, want to finish the brisket throw it in the cooler, let it rest until we cut it. And while it's in there for, you know, four or five hours, um, cause I'm not trying to stay up all night. I'm going to throw it on before I go to sleep, let it smoke all night, you know, maybe pull it off nine, 10 in the morning and let it rest for, you know, up to five hours, maybe three o'clock. Everybody eats. Uh, what can I smoke in five hours? Ribs, uh, pork ribs, things. ribs. Actually, you can do beef shoulder, ribs. You just have to right? put it on a little before you took the brisket off, so. depending on how long you rest your brisket. Yeah. Five hours. Yeah, you could do, you could, you could do yeah, them, beef ribs, you do pork ribs. Do, um, you know, you could do a pork butt. You could do a little pulled pork with it because that's also good. Have you ever had pulled pork on a burger? Very good. Got a little crunch with the burger. Yeah, very good. Or maybe, maybe this is what I do. Maybe I do smoked burgers. Yeah. Maybe that's a thing. And, you can. And maybe, we get, wait, maybe we do get a little fancy and we get fucking some smoked burgers that I char off at the end and uh, some smoked uh, Nathan's hot dogs. There you go. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Reverse sear it. Just smoke it for a couple hours, then throw those suckers on hot and fast into a pan. Um, do Smoke a queso. Have you ever smoked a queso? I haven't smoked a queso. Oh, my God. Okay, all you got to do. Easiest thing in the world. Um, go out, get you some ground beef. You throw a bunch of cheese seasoning. in a pot, and you put it in a smoker? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's even better. So here's your recipe, surly listeners. So you take a big-ass aluminum foil pan, you get a big old block of the regular Velveeta and you get a block of the white Blanco Velveeta. Um, you get a big ass can of Rotel, the spicy, all gas, no breaks. Fuck the pussy shit. Then you brown up some some ground beef with taco seasoning mixed in and um, put all that shit. Oh, yeah. And then you dice up some onion, some jalapeno. Um, whatever else you want to throw in there. And then you just let it smoke at like 250 for like two hours and then just mix in milk occasionally and keep stirring it. It's it'll be the best thing you ever eat. And, and don't, no, put, no, don't put cream no and mushroom brisket, soup in it. No, no, no brisket. You don't put any smoked meats in it. You just smoke the cheese. Oh yeah. You, you absolutely can. Usually that's like an add in afterwards. So yeah, you can smoke, you could add brisket. You could add that pulled pork into it. That shit would be awesome. And then, yeah, you just, you could pour it over nachos. Um, I've saw I see people do this one thing like if you have enough people take a bunch of like trash bags or like newspaper or something and and spread it out over a table and then you layer chips all over it and then you just pour the queso on top of it like a giant nacho table and just gorge for hours. Fucking good. All right. Well, we have reached the end 
of today's episode. It was a good yep. one. And I think we're going to have about. plenty of content in the coming episodes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Daddy's giving you some content. That's what we're here for. Um, so hopefully, yeah, we get some commits. We get some uh, some other good shit happening leading up to the season and our 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 initial RV trip. So um, let's do it, folks. Oh, so we do have like how, how we were two months away. Not even. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like From, 65 days, 66 days. We're we're in there. We're oh, yeah. and that we are ending season two of the podcast. Yep. The week before the season. So yep. let's get some recruits in here. Let's finish this season of the podcast strong. Hook them. Hook them.